Today in Canadian history for March the 18th, I'm Joe Barima. On this day back in 1836, the SS Beaver arrived at the bar of the Columbia River off of the coast of what is now Oregon. The ship was the first steamer on the Pacific coast, and it was the end of a long journey. She had left England in August of 1835, sailing around the tip of Cape Horn and arriving in North America 225 days later. But there were still many trips in the Beaver's future. The ship played a major role in the history of British Columbia. In addition to hauling goods for trading, the Beaver carried political leaders and key figures in Canada's and BC's history, including Governor James Douglas. I spoke with David Hill Turner about the Beaver. He is the curator of the Nanaimo Museum in Nanaimo, BC. I reached him there. The Beaver was 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 ordered by the Hudson's Bay Company directors in London, and what they wanted to do was was two things. Uh, they wanted to consolidate their control of the fur trade on the west coast of, of North America. It was, in those days, it was called British North America. Uh, they had already created a post at Fort Vancouver in the Columbia River in 1824, and another one at Fort Langley in 1827. Um, so the Hudson Bay Company pretty much controlled that part of the coast. And the north, of course, so the Russians were there, Russian America with their headquarters in Sitka. And their only competition really were primarily Russian, American uh, traders arriving by boat, uh, who were, of course, looking after otter, otter pelts and, and beaver pelts, and, and uh, just as, as Hudson Bay Company was. So they saw this as a way of sort of cutting off the, the Americans. The other one was, as, as um, people are familiar with the coast here, it really is a difficult place to sail. Um, the currents and the islands uh, make it very, very difficult for sailing vessels, so this new fangled steam engine seemed to be the way to go. The, the Beaver sailed out, and then at Fort Vancouver, she was there for about uh, oh, about two months, and at times she was changed from, from she was a, a brigantine into a, a steamboat, so she had uh, paddle wheelers on either side, powered by, uh, each one had a 35-horsepower steam engine. And she left the Columbia River in, in uh, well, on, this, on June 21st of, of 1836 and headed north. Um, and uh, that was the last she saw the Columbia River. And for the next, well, 52 years, she sailed from the Puget Sound to Alaska and had a really varied career uh, for, for, uh, for almost 30 years as, as a trading vessel for the Hudson's Bay Company, uh, she was chartered to the Royal Navy for a number of years as a, a hydrographic survey vessel, which means she, she sailed up and down every inlet and channel in, on the coast here uh, surveying it. So some of the, the charts we still use today uh, came from those survey vessels, uh, survey trips of the Beaver. And at the end of her career, she was sold and uh, became a towing vessel, a general freighter and towing vessel. Well, there's a few things that made Beaver unique. One was, of course, the technology itself. The, the steam engine was new. Uh, she was the first steam uh, vessel north of San Francisco here on the coast. Uh, and um, so that was, that was a, a new piece of technology here. Um, she was a floating trading post as opposed to the, the Hudson Bay Company's traditional ones of, of, of log posts um, across western Canada. Um, she was involved in many aspects of, of British Columbia history. Um, she was the uh, when she was here in Nanaimo in 1853. It was the first jury trial in Western North America. It was, was held on her deck here at, in Nanaimo for for a murder that took place. 
1858, she uh, took uh, James Douglas up the Fraser River to Fort Langley to proclaim the colony of British Columbia. Uh, so those are those are some of the sort of significant things she was she was involved in here. Unfortunately, her her days were ended in in July of 1888. Uh, she was coming out through First Narrows, which is the uh, under the what was now the Lionsgate Bridge, uh, heading to Thurlow Island, which was a, a, a logging area um, about 80 90 miles north of, of Vancouver. And um, well, depending on which story you want to hear. Uh, the, the first story is, of course, she was keeping out of the, the main current to the shore, and she got caught in a eddy and swung around and ended up on the rocks near Prospect Point. The other story is, well, the captain and crew had kind of been lubricating themselves in, in one of the uh, the taverns of, of Gastown, and um, they suddenly realized they may have left something on the bar and, and tried to return in the middle of, of, of First Narrows, and, of course, ended up on the rocks. Who knows, the story might be somewhere between the two. David has actually visited the wreck of the beaver several times. It's now resting 25 meters off of the seawalk at Stanley Park, about 8 to 10 meters below the surface. It's a very, very difficult area for, for divers to get into. Uh, currents are very strong, so it's called a slack water dive. Uh, visibility generally isn't very good, maybe three or four meters on, on a good day. Uh, the wreck itself is sort of spread out over a large area, partly as the ship broke up, um, it, it moved about. Um, there have been successive salvage efforts on, on the beaver, so uh, things got moved. But it was generally felt there wasn't much left of the beaver there. But you go down and, and start exploring that. The Underwater Archaeological Society uh, did a... Uh, Oh, about nine years worth of work on the beaver on, on repeated uh, expeditions, and uh, um, actually, there's extensive amounts of, of of the ship left on the bottom. Today is a day full of Canadian history. Maud Abbott was born on this day back in 1869. She would go on to become one of Canada's earliest female medical graduates and a leading figure in Canada's medical community. And check your watch. Daylight Saving Time was introduced in Canada by the federal government on this day back in 1918. And as always, on this day we aired this episode of Today in Canadian History. Today in Canadian History is produced by CJSW 90.9 FM in Calgary. The executive producers are Joe Brima and Mark Affeld. Uh, she took 40 cords of wood a day to to fuel the, that boiler. She went through many boilers. In her career, she had over five boilers. And it was said that it, uh, for every day of steaming, it took two days of cutting wood. Matter of fact, she carried a crew of 13 that did nothing but um, cut wood. So she wasn't fast, um, but um, went wherever she went at, at great expense. Mm-hmm.